You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. It's more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tide. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Welcome to the program. Jay, Matt, Lars, Alex is in the house as well. We have our cast of characters, including Josh and Joe and Jonathan. They are on the producing end of the program. But I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. I have noticed in the last maybe four or five days, humidity's down. I know it's still 89 or 90, but it's just compared to what we were going through, you know, two weeks ago, Lars, this feels like spring. Or maybe I guess I should say fall. But uh, it's comfortable. I sat on my patio last night. Didn't get hit by 4 million mosquitoes. Uh, it was a little breeze. And uh, I didn't go in after 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, if you search hard enough, you can feel a hint of football weather in the air. And you know what today is? It's a very, it's a very special day. August 4th, 22. 
Football is back. Oh, you're talking about Hall of Fame tonight. Hall of Fame game. Yeah, I'll sleep through Every that Every weekend between now and the middle of February, we have football. Is there a more, is there a worse excuse for football than exhibition NFL? You know, I don't mind it because I like watching uh, the guys who are on the, competing for jobs on the back end of the roster. Um, you know, I, I'm really into the draft, and I'm I I like to see guys who didn't get drafted who maybe could make it as an undrafted free agent. Uh, I'm a little bit of a geek that way. Like I I actually like preseason football. There are a lot of it. Yeah, it's 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 a weird thing. I I, I do enjoy preseason football, and um, I will definitely be watching tonight. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, it's uh, this is uh, the 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 long national nightmare is over. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it, especially as you know now, having lived here fifteen years, it's it's almost a depressive state. Yes, when the when the end of college football and, and the NFL. Hey, Jay, I'll ask you a question right out of the block. Please tell us where I can practice my driver and what car I need to drive. But out of the block question, would you rather watch, and who is it tonight in Canton? Uh, Raiders, Raiders Jacksonville and, and Raiders. Yeah. Would you rather watch an NFL preseason game like that or Middle Tennessee State play Troy? Oh my gosh! Uh, let's see. Probably uh, uh, that's a tough one. Probably Middle Tennessee State play Troy. Actually, believe it or not, um, the uh, the NFL game and the Hall of Fame game is awesome, and uh, be at least to have football back. So I'm excited about that. But um, yeah, the, the uh, competition level will last probably for about a, a half. And then uh, they'll put the other guys in, and I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll be a little bit better tonight than what we're expecting. But hey, football's back, as Lars said. So at least we get uh, football now every weekend uh, for uh, all the way through what February, I guess it is, till uh, the Super Bowl is back again. So uh, yeah, a lot of fun watching any of these games. Anytime I get a chance to watch football, I love that. Yeah, and. Um... Again, it's just a it's a it's a great time of year because uh, every team has something that they won't have here in about a month, and that is hope, <laughs> hope for the future. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, as a diehard Bengals fan, uh, I, I clung to that for years and years and years. And what happened last year? They went from four eleven and one to the Jay, Super Bowl. Jay, please. Oh, you're going to be hearing about this, this. You're all be hearing about season this. long. I mean, we had yes. to live through it in the offseason. <laughs> but now here we are uh, on the brink of NFL exhibition football tonight, and he's already talking about Joe Burrow. By the way, did he get through his appendicitis? He did. I, I actually think it hit him harder than anticipated, and uh, I don't see him practicing anytime soon. I mean, it, it, the the, the – recovery time is anywhere from two to four weeks. And I think he's going to be more toward the four week period, uh, before the, and he's certainly not going to play in any preseason games. Uh, they're still debating whether or not he's going to wear the knee brace. I really think that knee brace saved him, Jay, uh, from, uh, a couple serious injuries, including in the Super Bowl. I mean, he suffered a, uh, a significant knee sprain on that, uh, on that plant foot, on the, on his left foot. Uh, uh, like late, late in the game, and and that really affected him 
caused him, for whatever reason, and you would know the dynamics of this better than me, Jay, caused him to throw high on, on a lot of throws. Uh, I think probably just because he couldn't, couldn't, he felt like he couldn't throw, throw through the ball. But anyway, uh, I, I do think he's going to end up wearing that brace. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, like I said, it's just an exciting time. Um, you know, we got a lot to talk about with the NFL, with, uh, uh, the national football league deciding to appeal the, uh, uh, judge Robinson's decision of uh, Deshaun Watson getting a six game suspension. Uh, it looks like the NFL is going to really drop the hammer on Watson and, and, uh, go for an indefinite suspension or at least a year suspension. And then you would expect uh, the NFLPA to file a lawsuit, get an injunction. It will be adjudicated in court. While the injunction is in effect, Watson will be able to play. And then because the CBA allows this, uh, the NFL is all within their rights of doing what they're doing. The, the, the court will rule in favor of the NFL and the, uh, the suspension will be implemented. And so we, we can really get into that, but um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 and there's a, there's just a lot of storylines throughout the NFL. The, the Dallas Cowboys been decimated by injury uh, at the wide receiver position. How is this going to affect Dak, Dak Prescott? Uh, what rookie is going to have the biggest impact in the NFL? How is Tua going to do? Uh, how Man, is, is everybody mad at him? Wow. I mean, I'm listening to... Joe Gaither's show, which precedes us on Tide 100.9, Alabama Nation, mad at Tua for saying disrespectful to his wife or the situation when he got married. I mentioned it yesterday. I said my initial reaction was, get over it. You're married. You should be proud. And, and you bring up uh, the situation with the NFL and the appeal. And then my other notes on my card today, live tour, suing PGA so they can play in the FedEx. Brittany Griner. Everything's legal. So at the bottom of the hour, Roger Pell, who uh, I I hope you've not met. I have not. (laughs) He's an attorney. Uh, He has been my attorney for 30-something years. Uh, Is he a criminal defense attorney? uh, uh, More of a civil and family. (laughs) Okay, that's good. Uh, But, Jay, you remember we used to talk to Roger all the time. Every time we would uh, have a legal issue, I'd pick up the phone. I'd call our legal eagle. And I can't remember if he was on with us back 15 years ago or not, but my point is, Jay, uh, you just don't talk sports anymore. <laughs> it's all in litigation. Yeah, and I think the thing about uh, the WNBA star, Brittany Griner, was found guilty of drug smuggling and cannabis uh, possession charges in Russian court on uh, Thursday, today, this morning, and sentenced to nine years in prison and was also fined 1 million Russian rubles, which is just over $16,000 American. So uh shows you the uh, the value of the dollar with the ruble. The uh, prosecutors seeking nine and a half uh, year Senator Griner. The verdict comes after trial that lasted one month. Uh, President Biden said in a statement today, American citizen Brittany Griner received a prison sentence. That is one more reminder of what the world already knew. Russia is wrongfully detaining Brittany. It's unacceptable. And I call on Russia to release her immediately so she can be with her wife, loved ones, friends and teammates. My administration will continue to work tirelessly and pursue every possible avenue to bring Brittany and Paul Willen uh, home safely as soon as possible. So uh, that's the uh, direct comments. The WNBA and NBA released a joint statement on the matter that you can read on Twitter. I'm not going to go through that. 
But uh, the arrest at Moscow Airport in February was uh, for having vape cartridges with cannabis oil in her luggage in February. So the uh, arguments were put forth, but now nine years in prison for Brittany Griner. Even in Alabama, they write you a ticket for that. Maybe not. Anyway, hey, Jay, as we roll into our first break here on the Jay Barker Show, Lars, Matt, Alex Bauman's in the studio as well. Tell us our sponsors, and when we come back, we'll get into more detail and, and talk uh, among ourselves about Brittany Griner. Okay? All right. Uh, yeah, we are presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Got the Top Golf. You'll absolutely love it. We call it the bowling of this generation. And it, with his coworkers, family, or friends, you'll love it. They do a lot of charitable events as well out there at Top Golf. So get out to Top Golf of Birmingham. Also driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street in Oxford Aniston. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sunny King Ford. I will be back. Stay tuned as we continue our number one. A lot more on Brittany Griner and also NIL. It is, continues to uh, shape itself throughout college football. We'll tell you another idea and another deal that's going on that's uh, with agents, with some of the players based on future earnings. We've seen this done in minor leagues. Now they're looking to do it in college, uh, collegiate level. So uh, interesting stuff happening with NIL and also other news around college football. Stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partially sunny, hot, and humid this afternoon. A chance of widely scattered showers or storms through the evening hours. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow, morning sunshine. A few scattered storms around by afternoon. The high, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 85 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Can't even turn on my own microphone. Golly. Uh, Lars is to my right if you're watching us on our many platforms for streaming. Uh, Jay is joining us remotely. Jay, we just jumped into the show. I'm just going to start all over again and say, How you doing? Oh, I'm good. Um, and uh, I tell you what, you know, this Brittany Griner uh, situation, um, I know kind of the top story across. Um, all, all the uh, if you look at all the different sports uh, outlets and stuff, I know we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Alabama uh, football and other things coming up here in just a little bit. But um, it's an interesting, interesting story. I mean, recently uh, LeBron James came out and in a podcast uh, said that Brittany Griner probably should reconsider coming back to the U.S. if she was released from Russia and uh, talking about uh, how he felt that America was not treating her right and then all that kind of stuff. But um, I think Brittany Griner is probably wishing that she had a chance to get back uh, to the U.S. in probably more ways than we can even imagine right now, knowing that she faces nine years in prison in Moscow, that she would not have nearly gotten that kind of a sentencing uh, in the U.S. Um, politically, uh, what is this you know, about from, and I don't mean that Republican or Democrat, I mean Russia, America, what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, she's stuck in the middle of that right now. I hate, I hate it for her. I know that there are a lot of people out there that, have been very critical of her based on her comments uh, about the U.S. and about things 
over the past two years. But still, um, even with those comments, uh, no one deserves what she's getting right now uh, in Russia. If that was your daughter or your loved one or somebody that you cared about, and she has people back in the States that do care about her and that do want to see her return to the United States, um, this is a very, very sad day for them. And at a tough time, I'm sure that they're going through. So taking all the uh, other things aside from what LeBron James said, from what uh, whatever your political views are, or ever, if you disagreed with what she said about the U.S. or statements she's made in the past and, and the things that she's um, you know, said from a political side, you, you got to let all that go and, and focus on the person themselves. And I think, you know, Brittany Grinder is a, still a young woman that's learning a lot about herself and a lot about life. And um, I, I hate the fact that uh, she's having to go through this, to be honest. Um, again, I don't agree with her politically. I don't agree with the statements that she's made, uh, but I don't think any person should have to serve the nine years that she's serving based on what she did uh, or that she may serve. It looks like she will um, if, if the uh, U.S. government can't step in and help her in some way. Biden, as I read you his uh, comments earlier, has come out and said some things, but um, you know, actions speak louder than words, and uh, hopefully the U.S. can do something to help her uh, get out of this uh, sentence, at least get her home and uh, allow her to um, to serve at least um, you know whatever she needs to serve. Uh, I, again, I think this is just just been a crazy uh, time uh, and, and moment in in sports and and and, and between uh, Brittany Griner and other things that we've seen. You talked about the legal aspects of so many things that have happened, but uh, this to me is just not uh, what uh, anybody should have to go through nine years in jail in Russia. Um, and, and and again, you know, I think that's where you know, I think it was. You know, Brittany brought this up the other day saying, you know, why do our girls have to go overseas to play anyway like that? And they're playing two seasons in order to make, you know, money in order to uh, do the things that they're not afforded by the what the men get in the NBA and understand that the WNBA is not the NBA. It's not been around as long. They don't get the kind of attendance or the type of TV deals. But at the same time, um, you know, I, I think it's time to not put uh, the girls in harm's way in some of these countries that might do things like this. Yeah. Um Boy, where to begin on this one? Uh, I definitely think one must separate uh, feelings of Brittany Griner's uh, uh, expression of political freedom uh, in, in the United States here. And you may not agree with how she expressed herself, but certainly she is well within her rights to uh, to to those uh, forms of expression. And uh, that, to me, has absolutely zero to do with what is uh, transpiring over in Russia. Uh, this is the definition of a uh, kangaroo court. Um, and, uh, I mean, it was uh, a complete joke. Uh, the reason she pled guilty was to expedite the process of these uh, uh, these trials, which can take forever over there. Uh, and this, this was multi-months. Uh, even though she pled guilty, and uh, re really she was just trying to again uh, get the process moving along as quick as possible. Now this does not preclude a prisoner swap, uh, which the Biden administration has been negotiating with the Kremlin uh, for 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 uh, a few weeks, if not months now. And uh, again, the State Department claims that she was wrongfully detained. And you just go back and you look. I mean, she's, she was accused of smuggling less than one gram of cannabis oil. Less than one gram. All right. And uh, she said she never used marijuana in Russia. Uh, and she said she did admit that she accidentally packed vaped cartridges with cannabis oil in her luggage. 
and um, her defense lawyer argued that that uh, Brittany had no intention to consume marijuana on Russian soil. Uh, she also had no knowledge of the severity of Russian penalties for the drug, and uh, and this drug she used uh, medicinally, legally in her home state of Arizona. She had a doctor's prescription for it. And uh, when she was tested in February in Russia for uh, whether or not she had uh, this drug in her system, the test came back negative. And, uh, you know, the, the, the severity of the sentence just underscores uh, the uh, – this is more about geopolitics than it is about Brittany Griner. It's political basketball. Yeah, yeah it, it, that's exactly it. And, uh, and, and, and because, look – it's a high-profile American uh, who was caught uh, doing something, uh, a minor offense. I think all of us would agree that that is a minor offense. And, uh, of course, they're going to come down hard on her. And this also goes back to the Olympics and the drug scandals that that have plagued Russian athletes and have been an embarrassment to Russia. And so here you have an American athlete, again, a high-profile American athlete, arguably the best female basketball player in the world, and uh, and they got her. They got her. And they're going to make an example out of her, and they are going to uh, – I, I would say that she is a, a, a political prisoner uh, more than a, uh, a prisoner who had done anything uh, massively wrong. And uh, I would be willing to bet my house – that she does not serve nine years in, uh, and she's in a, in a penal colony uh, in, in in Russia. Uh, I would think that the Biden administration will work very hard to uh, secure her release to, with a prisoner swap, but uh, she has just absolutely got to be terrified. And uh, you know, this is just uh, it, it it underscores the uh, viciousness. And the uh, just utter lack of humanity, uh, lack of human rights of Putin and the Russian regime. And uh, I mean, if you want to, if you want to, uh, you know, uh, if, if you ever really dig into what is happening in the Ukraine, it is the saddest thing that is going on in the world right now by far. By far, I mean, uh, Frontline has been doing great pieces, long form pieces on on the the children of Ukraine and just the the, the innocent victims of uh, of Ukraine. And a lot of these people are Russian; their their families in Russia. They, they don't their under, they don't understand why are, why is my government doing this to? I mean, yeah, my people doing this to me. But those are those are my quick thoughts. I I just. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's sickening, and um, certainly does not do anything to help the relations between the United States and Russia. Matt, your thoughts? Uh, I'll just make this real quick. We'll get to a break, and then we'll get a legal eagle on. But uh, the very flag that she refused to honor is also the one that will support her and should support her, uh, just like you would any American. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? I mean, yeah. this is not about. This is all about Russia. They're dirty cheaters, as my six-year-old likes to call people. They just don't play the same game. They don't play by our rules. They don't. They only play by their rules. 
So uh, my prayers go out to her, her family, and, um, you know, come on. Let's, let's get her back. Let's get her back as quickly as possible, and uh, all hands on deck. Let's make this happen. Unfortunately, we're going to have to turn over some really bad dudes to get her back in a prisoner swap, but uh, I certainly it'll be worth it. Uh, put them on a Learjet. Get them out of here. We don't need to be paying for them to be here anyway. Okay. All righty then. More legal stuff on the other side of this break. Roger Appel, who is a local attorney on, on many skilled levels, will join us as you listen to the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds. 
built by Siebel's and made up with some of the best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. Back with the Gay Barker Show, Matt Colton, Gay, Lars, our incredible intern, Alex Bauman, is with us as well. And He'll be Mike's side for the remainder of the show and also uh, at one thirty, one forty-five, when he brings on Alex's awesome anecdotes. In the meantime, we are joined by my longtime dear friend and attorney. Uh, I'll give you all a quick background. Uh, Roger and I had known each other socially, and then OJ came along. And you remember how long that took? We, he was on our Whatever. payroll. Because he would dissect and, and explain what was going on and all of that stuff. But anyway. Do you know my dad, just by the way, he tape recorded the entire OJ trial because he wanted to save it. My dad was a lawyer, right? And, and he would go back and rewatch it and just analyze it. And gosh, he could not get enough of it. Hey, Roger, it's Matt, and Lars, and Jay Barker. How are you today? I'm very good, and, and it's good to hear from you. I'm glad to hear from Jay. Jay and I used to do some stuff on um, on the radio too. Most definitely, oh. yeah, great Roger to have you on. And both of you guys were oh, very Roger. helpful. When, you guys, both of you guys, helped me so much when we were raising money for cystic fibrosis. And I want to thank you again for all the help you did in that. Let us know when we can do it again, because we're all in. Okay. Oh, Roger, I, I really don't know. Where to begin, I, I guess I'll begin with my frustration is that, you know, metaphorically speaking, you can't open the sports page and read about who's going to be uh, starting at center for Tennessee. Uh, it's all legal. Uh, just as a general question, uh, even as an attorney, does the sports world's collision legally frustrate you like it does me? No, actually, it's just the opposite. I love it. <laughs> I know that, you know, it's complicated and complex, and, and sometimes it doesn't make a lot of sense. But, I mean, hey, that's what I do for a living. So I, I love it. Uh, some of the stuff that uh, really doesn't make any sense, like one of the things you wanted to talk about, this NFL appeal. I mean, to me, the whole thing is absurd. Um, uh, the... Uh, uh, the appeal is 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 going to be based on the exact same evidence 
that was heard in the original trial. They had a, a independent judge who both sides agreed to, who was, um, you know, uh, didn't have a, 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 a dog in the fight. And now the appeal is going to be heard by Goodell or who somebody he chooses. And he works for the one of the employees. Uh, he's an employee of the of the, of the party, so <clears throat> it makes no sense uh, why this why there is an appeal. But that's what it is. Yeah, what I don't understand is uh, why even go through this charade uh, if you're the NFL of of having this independent judge uh, look at some evidence. It was not even uh, not even a quarter of all of the uh, uh, original complainants uh, that uh, she heard from. But uh, the NFL didn't get the result it wanted, and so then the NFL can just sort of. It's called an appeal, but is it really an appeal? It's, uh, well, it's just the NFL dropping the NFL sort of getting what it ultimately wants, and that's going to be a, a, at least a year suspension. Am I wrong on that? Well, the, no, no, well, the, 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 the problem is is that the the, the NFL agreed. I mean, they, the players agreed to this in their collective bargaining, and and the agreement is that there was a direct either side could appeal, and the appeal went to to Goodell. And he has he alone has the um, decision making decide whether he hears the appeal or he assigns it to someone else. And like, like you said, they've already heard all the evidence. You cannot introduce new evidence into this appeal. So why they had what was the purpose of the first appeal, the first hearing? I don't know. And I'd hate to have you know the person making the decision be the one who who works for the people that are appealing it. I mean. They're his, he's the employee of the NFL. So, I mean, it's just, but that's what they agreed to. So that's what they're stuck with. And, and just one follow-up. I, I, Goodell has come out and said that uh, it's going to be somebody outside of the NFL that is going to make uh, render a final judgment. But um, it doesn't this seem like this ultimately, let's say uh, it, 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 Deshaun Watson's suspension is uh, increased from six games to 17, then wouldn't the NFLPA uh, uh, get an injunction and uh, ultimately try to get this resolved in court, and ultimately wouldn't they probably lose because it's already been agreed to in the CBA? I mean, it seems like that right. is the course that we went through with uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott and a few other players. Right, I, I exactly agree with you. I, I don't think there is any um, um, way that, that either side that lo- loses or does not like this next appeal can go into court because by collective bargaining, this is it. And um, this is agreed upon. I mean, I guess you could find some arguments to say to go into federal court, but the chances of winning, I would think, would be very slim. I mean, whoever, whatever ruling this next ruling is, is going to be the final ruling. Attorney Roger Pell, our guest, and uh, speaking with him about uh, a lot of things in the legal uh, world right now in sports. Let's talk NIL real quick. I, I, first of all, as a lawyer, just love to get your take on um, do you like the NIL rules and, and or I guess – uh, there really hasn't been what, any what? type of guardrails put up uh, so far. I know legislation is being pitched by Tommy Turbo, actually efforting to get him on uh, the show today or tomorrow to talk about some of the legislation they're they're putting in uh, or trying to get passed about this. But l- let's start there. NIL, just kind of your your initial thoughts on it. Well, the the initial thought is what you said. The rules. There are no rules. That's that's the biggest problem. It's uh it's it's the um, country west out there. I mean, each state has has whatever rules they want. And um, 
I think I think you've got two people that are trying to to get a. a you got Tuberville, and you've got um, um, who was the other guy? Uh, um, the the Manchin, West Virginia. Manchin. 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 Yeah, Manchin. Manchin. So you so you've got and you've got two people that certainly can bring their side of, of, of together. I think this is going to be a bipartisan legislation. I think it has to be done because, you know, as, as much as we all love college football, this is getting crazy now. And um, there's got to be some kind of rules and regulations that, that everybody uh, is on the same playing field. And I really think that, that that's the only way that's going to happen is if by bipartisan legislation. And the way things have been going lately, there have been some, some pretty good uh, bipartisan legislation on other issues. I don't see why this should be any problem whatsoever to get something put together. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We've seen what's happened with um, the NIO and some of the different deals that have been made. Bryce Young is looking at making close to $3.5 million this year. There's speculation that other athletes that may make uh, even even more than that. Uh, and a lot of them coming out of high school, Roger, is uh, is what's amazing. And, and now they're pushing. I think there's 14 states now that are looking at legislation to allow, allow high school student uh, athletes to get NIO money. One of the things, though, <laughs> uh, that's going on is what's called BLA. And uh, BLA is uh, a group called Big League Advantage. They actually do this with minor league players where they give them a certain amount of money. And they said, look, we're going to give you this amount of money. We're betting on it's almost like they're Warren Buffett. They're betting on the future speculative of how you're going to end up and what the product's going to be. And are you going to be the future Microsoft or Apple? And um, and then they'll get their money back at that. If they don't make it, if they become a doctor, a lawyer, go off into business after school and don't make it in the NFL, or making it another uh, professional league, the money's not owed back to this BLA group. Uh, this to me is like, it's crazy world out there right now, but this is another angle that NIL is taking and people are taking advantage of no guardrails. Yeah. And, and, and that's why the, the, the Congress has to get involved because you know, you're going to have, you know, you've got every, every state has their own college football or baseball or whatever and and each one wants to be better the other and, and be one up on the other and and it's sort of like um in the voting when new hampshire wants to be the first one to have the primaries another state wants to be first you, you've got to have some kind of legislation to control all this or it's just going to go uh, really bonkers i know you're limited on time you got a one o'clock appointment um I just want you to explain to everybody how a kid from New York ends up going to North Carolina State and lands in Alabama. <laughs> well, um, the, the, <laughs> some some of the I applied to some of the finest law schools in the country, and that some of them didn't want they didn't seem to want me, so I came down here. Uh, I, I love this. I love Birmingham. <laughs> I, I, I've been here for since 1973, uh, and and I just love it here. Uh, and uh, that's how. That's why. Uh, how about how about Miss Grinder hey, though? That's that's a tragedy. That's a real tragedy. Oh, yeah. uh, um, she she just got is. nine years. Do you want to share some thoughts? Yeah, you want to share some yeah, thoughts on that yeah, before we I, let you go? Boy, boy, that that thing is so so crazy. I mean, on the one hand, on the one hand, you know, if she was a Russian, she would have been sentenced to the same thing. She knew she broke the law. She broke the law. Uh, are we going to let a guy who wanted to kill all these Americans, uh, supply all these arms, let him go free because because she was she did something stupid? It's just it's a it's a hard decision. Um, I don't see how anybody in the right mind, whether it be a basketball player or just a tourist, would go to Russia. 
<laughs> or any of these countries. Why would they even even put themselves into that position? Money. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's sad that 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 women have to to do that. These basketball players have to go to to, to foreign countries to play when when um, just to, just to make that money. It's just it's sad, and and I don't know the answer. What do you guys think? Do you think that that we should we should uh, negotiate with the Russians to let her out? Absolutely, she's an American. Yeah, she's, she's a citizen. Yeah. Like, like her antics or not, uh, we've got to fight for her rights just as we would anyone else. Yeah, and I mentioned previously, it's it, it is a tough call because we're going to have to release a really bad dude uh, to get her back. And uh, if you just compare the, uh, the the crimes each one allegedly committed or was convicted of or whatever, uh, there's no. Um, there's no comparison. Yeah, but what do we do when they when they when they when they get another person when you know they arrest another American? We don't have anybody left to to exchange, um, or the, or the, or we have somebody that's horribly bad that we have, and they arrest somebody just to get them back. I mean, it's it's a no win situation. It, it really is. It's a, it's a terribly tangled web. Um, Roger, uh, if Any you would group. like. Uh, if you'd like, though, if uh, people want to contact you, uh, they need legal advice on virtually any platform. The one thing I know and love about Roger, he'll take your call, okay? He'll talk to you about it. But if he, if it's not within his area of expertise, which uh, is not often, he'll tell you. He'll tell you who to go see. So if you want to share your contact info, please do. Uh, yeah, you can reach me at uh, 205-252-9462. Awesome. Roger, uh, I owe you a cold one on 30A, okay? All right, my brother. See you later. Right. Thank you, Roger. An interesting fact, and Jay, I, I think you're aware of this. His nephew is one of my favorite all-time Alabama players. Michael Nice one. You remember him? Yeah. The walk-on, earned a scholarship, yes. scored a yeah. touchdown. Oh. Uh, one of the most uplifting stories in Crimson Tide history. All right, guys. Can I tell you just a, a quick tease? Sure. Oh, I This is more sort of darkness, but uh, a, a passing yesterday hit me particularly hard, and I want to talk about it on the other side. We'll do it. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partially sunny, hot, and humid this afternoon. A chance of widely scattered showers or storms through the evening hours. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow, morning sunshine. A few scattered storms around by afternoon. The high, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 85 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Lars J. Matt. Alex is in the studio as well. I read this yesterday morning. We didn't get to it. But when this guy played for the Silver Bridges, he was a beast. Yeah, he uh, running back for Georgia. 
He came along just two years after Herschel Walker left, and he really became one of the best running backs in Georgia Bulldogs history. And I'm talking about Lars Tate. And to my knowledge, he is the only Lars who has played in the NFL. Uh, he went on to play a few years uh, with, who did he play with? Uh, the Bears. Uh, no, the, yeah, he was drafted in the second round by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 1988 ended up having 15 touchdowns and 33 career NFL games but uh so I I always I, I followed him very closely and uh you know at from 84 to 87 um he just was a force at uh, Georgia ended up rushing for a total of uh, 1970 yards 30 touchdowns in his last two seasons combined finishes Georgia career with more than 3,000 rushing yards and 36 touchdowns, 36 touchdowns. And um, in uh, 86, he was the first player in 25 years to lead Georgia in both rushing and receiving yards in a single season. And he just passed away at the age of 56 from uh, throat cancer. He was just diagnosed a month ago. And uh, I just wanted to mention that because to me, uh, again, he was he was special because he shared my my name and and I really I followed him very closely. Um, you know, when I was in uh, when I was in uh, high school and then uh, um, later at, at early college, and uh, just it's just sad when uh, someone so young Jay passes away. I, I don't know if you have any memory of, of Lars Tate or not. Yeah, my memory of as a player, yeah, most definitely. And, um, you know, you hate to see somebody die so young, and especially what he uh, passed away from. And I know the story is a couple of days old, but, you know, the, um, again, you know, so many people um, that I'm sure they were impacted by his life, whether it been in Georgia or been in the NFL for yourself. I mean, I understand, you know, you know, people that watch or, uh, you get you get tied into sports, you get tied into athletes, and it becomes uh, it becomes a personal thing in a sense. And people that uh, that you watch or admire on the field and admire off the field as well. And uh, I hate this uh, for him and his family, or especially his family now dealing with this. And um, you know, a, t- a tough loss. I know for the Georgia Bulldog Nation. You know what I I think about with Lars Tate. Uh, he was one of those guys that wouldn't run out of bounds. He was one of those guys that'd rather steamroll you and make an extra half yard. But, and it looked like he was going to have a very, very promising career in the NFL. But I think, as you just mentioned, three years. He's, he reminds me of a guy like Ron Dane, who mm-hmm. just poured it all out in college and was literally, he had a quarter of a tank left, left when he got to the NFL. And another thing that he did, which, Nobody ever wants to follow legends. But as you said, he had to follow Herschel Walker. For goodness sakes. Who would want... You know, now I think about it, who followed Bo? Was it Brent Fullwood? I don't know. Gosh, Brent Fullwood was a first-round draft pick by your Packers, I yeah. believe. Yeah. I, Didn't have the greatest NFL career. No. Um, he, he could be difficult, and, and I'm putting it very nicely. I remember... Uh, we're down covering the Sugar Bowl one year, and the Packers were playing the Saints. So we went to the game. And obviously, after the game, I'm going to talk to Fullwood. Hey, let's do a piece. Auburn's playing in the Sugar Bowl. Here's Brent Fullwood. I walked up to him, and he kind of recognized me from my days at TV at 13. He goes, 
if you want to talk about Auburn, walk away. <laughs> you know what wow. I did? Walked away. You walked away. Walked away. Uh, let me tell you really quick. A, a friend of mine, uh, she was down at Houston Texans camp uh, yesterday, and uh, I helped set her up with our friend Cole Thompson, who covers the Texans. And uh, she was able to sort of get navigate to get uh, right in the front row where the players are walking off the field, and she desperately wanted to talk to Christian Harris. And she shouts out a roll tide. And Christian Harris gets this big smile on his face, and he beelines it over to my friend Autumn, gives her a big hug, pictures. And uh, it's good to see that uh, uh, there are a lot of good guys, and Christian Harris is one of them. And I think Christian Harris is going to have an outstanding career beginning with the Houston Texans. I hope he's one of those guys who plays 10 or 11 years. But I wish he would come back. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, uh, uh, you know, that's true, but it still may be. Uh, when we come back, top of the hour on the Jay Barker Show, I have uh, found a list of athletes named Lars. Oh, whoa. all right. Get into that, in, in addition to several other things. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa and they came over. And, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community but, more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
888-5269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. It's delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. 
winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Jay Tour. I think has about 27 sponsors on the PJ Tour, do $40-plus billion worth of business on an annual basis in Saudi Arabia. Now, why doesn't the PJ Tour call the, the CEOs of each one of those organizations, oh, sorry, we can't do business with you because you're doing business with Saudi Arabia? Why are they picking on the professional golfers? Why? The male professional golfers. Females, the LPGA Tour, is sponsored by Aramco, Right. Literally? Literally. The largest sponsor of women's golf in the world is Aramco. That not one word has been said about them, right? But why is, it, why is it on the guys? Why are we the ogres? What have we done wrong? We're independent contractors. We have a right to go play wherever we want in the world for whatever PGA. That's Greg Norman on the Live Tour. Their suit against the PGA. Uh, I have never been a Greg Norman fan, but when he divorced Chris Everett, I lost it all. What an idiot. Who would divorce Chris Everett? Oh, Jimmy Connors. That would be good. <laughs> uh, Did you ever live with her? Jay Parker show. <laughs> what now? Did you ever live with her? I love it when you did, answer your own question. Did, yeah, did Jay, yeah, Jay asked uh, if you ever lived with her. Uh, <laughs> boy, I think I would remember that. Did, I, I, maybe that yeah. it's a generational thing, but when I was kind of growing up and first getting into the business, I just thought she ruled the world. Do y'all? Was it no, Pastor? Uh, oh, yeah. you were Billie Jean King. <laughs> I was a Billie Jean King fan, uh, and I, but I also was a Martina Navratilova fan, uh, Pam Shriver. What about Renee Richards? Um, gosh, there was one, uh, Jennifer Capriotti. She's she, the one that she took could, a deep dive. She did, she, but, man, she could absolutely crush the ball uh, being so young. But uh, Remember Gabrielle uh, Sabatini? Gabrielle Sabatini, Ooh. Steffi Graf. Okay, I've uh, gotten Mo- Monica Sellis. Uh, Monica Sellis actually is probably my favorite. Who's the one? She got stabbed in the back. Yeah. yeah. She was attacked who's the, who's by the a German. So, so good looking that... But never won a, uh, any any of the tournaments. Anna Kornikova. Kornikova. Yes. That's it. Yes. That's right. Anna Kornikova. <laughs> uh, I, I I just totally took our car and made a U-turn. Uh, let's get back to the live tour. Uh, as I said in the first hour, I'm just so tired of talking about legalities when it comes to sports. But as I understand it, Lars Jay, you guys help me out here. The main purpose of this lawsuit is to allow the players that have gone to 
the Live Tour to play for the FedEx Cup. Does that sound right, Jay? Yeah, they've actually uh, it's filed a temporary uh, restraining order, uh, which would allow them to do that. Uh, there's a lot of legal analysts that don't think that that's going to going to work. Normally, and, and this comes from um, attorney uh, that has been working, uh, or Craig Seaball, uh, a partner, antitrust expert at Vincent Elkins Law Firm, uh, talked about the, the biggest problem is proving injury. So normally when you're representing plaintiffs, you say, oh, my God, our plaintiffs are so hurt. They're so injured. They're going out of business. Seaball said, he said, but the allegation, the complaint is that uh, it's to, it's that to get these players across the transom uh, to be part of live, um, they had to overpay them. They were surprised that they had to pay all these upfront payments to get people over. I guess they're saying that makes it hard in the long term for them to be viable, despite the fact that they had the Saudis giving them millions of dollars. So he said difficult for the players seeking that temporary restraining orders to participate in the FedEx uh, Cup uh, as well. So a lot of times you look at these type of lawsuits, you're looking for damages and um, the guaranteed signing bonus between $100 million and $200 million these guys have gotten. It's going to be tough to prove damages. Um, now, from what Greg Norman said in that interview, talking about, you know, we are contractors, we're free agents. Um, and, and also, one of the things they're going to bring up is the Dick Sporting Goods uh, sponsorship as well as Ticketmaster. Um, they're, they're saying that they now have gotten word that uh, they were pressured by the PGA not to join Live and not to be a sponsor there. The other thing that they brought up in that interview was that the uh, the sponsors that are a part of the PGA Tour do over forty to fifty billion dollars worth of business in Saudi Arabia, uh, in, in those country in that country. Also, the largest uh, sponsor that pretty much helps the LPGA Tour is out of Saudi Arabia. Uh, so, a lot of contradictions, a lot of hypocrisy uh, on on both ends, and uh, it's going to be interesting to watch and see how this thing plays out. But he brought up some interesting points. Yeah, and the PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan, uh, who has been increasingly outspoken uh, on this issue, not surprisingly, boy, he 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 came out swinging, uh, issuing a, a statement, and uh, he is now referring. Uh, this is right out of a former president's playbook, uh, referring to them as Saudi Golf League employees. <laughs> Saudi Golf League employees, and he said that they have walked away from the PGA Tour, and now they want back in with the Saudi Golf League on hiatus. He's not referring to it as the Live Tour anymore, okay? It's to, to morning. Saudi it's, Golf League. It's the Saudi Golf League. Uh, just trying to incite passions in people. Uh, with the Saudi Golf League on hiatus, they're trying to use lawyers to force their way into competition alongside our members in good standing. So I, I I don't know. I mean, each year PGA Tour uh, requires members to sign a membership renewal, and part of that agreement relinquishes each player's media rights and their ability to play in other golf tournaments to the discretion of the PGA Tour. And in the but in this filing, uh, the, the 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 plaintiffs uh, Phil Mickelson and and DeChambeau, among others. They take issue with the legality of that practice and and their position, as we heard in the clip, the player's position is that they view themselves as independent contractors and they reference the phrase monopoly uh, 34 times in their petition and they allege that the tour is trying to cause them, quote, harm toward them uh, for leaving for a competitor. 
So it's getting ugly, and of course we knew that lawyers would be involved. Of course we knew this was going to end up in the courts. Uh, and and, and Moynihan, uh, the PGA Tour commissioner, he, he said, look, now he's basically saying now that they are on hiatus, they want to come back and they want to make more money. And uh, we'll, we'll see how this ends up. But uh, it's just not a, a good look for golf. Um, and uh, you, you, usually, Jay, you think that, uh, you know, with more competition, that breeds uh, a, a better product, right? The, the, the cream will ultimately rise. I don't know, Jay, how this thing is going to end up. Uh, I, I really think it's, it, it is becoming more complicated and more nuanced almost by the day. Yeah, and I, and I think too, um, you know, the, the lawsuit, um, probably one of the biggest revelations about this is, uh, the lawsuit filed in federal court in Northern District of California, uh, which was, uh, had a lot to do with the Ed O'Bannon amateurism, uh, that was where all that took place. They got NIL and, um, all that, um, um, as far as on the side of the athletes, it, it sided towards the athletes instead of the organization. So, Maybe where they filed this in Northern District of California, this is going to be something that's going to be um, advantageous for them just based on the history of how that court has ruled on these type of situations. Again, I don't think they can go after damages, even though Phil Mickelson, I think, in this lawsuit said that he lost a lot of sponsorships because of not being on the PGA Tour, uh, not being yeah. allowed to play in some of the major events and stuff. So there, that that will show some damages. The problem is he got about $150 million and $200 million uh, signing bonus to go play at Live, so that's going to kind of outweigh or balance that out. I think the court would look at that and say, "Well, yeah, you lost that, but now you got this." And I'm not sure what that amount of money uh, is for him with those particular sponsorships. Um, I think competition is always good, as we've seen the, the level of pay has been raised in the PGA for this next uh, tour, this coming or the next year that's coming up uh, by, by significant amounts of money and uh, different bonuses, all that type of stuff that they're applying to it as well. So. You know, look, uh, if any, if anything, uh, if the live tour doesn't last long, and we've seen this with other sporting entities, whenever you have competition, it makes the other uh, team that maybe or the other organization that's kind of had the monopoly have to rethink things and, and think that they don't want to go back uh, to that situation again. So uh, the problem is that the live golf has a lot of money and they'll continue to pursue. Uh, and here's the other thing, too, that's a positive is that. With Live Golf, you're going to have more golfers that maybe have been sitting on the sidelines or haven't been able to get on the tours, haven't been able to play in certain tournaments. There will be more spots available for those guys to be able to do that. So it's going to open up more opportunities for guys who normally haven't had a chance to play. So there are some positives, uh, but a lot of negatives uh, to all this. I guess one thing I don't understand is why it has to be an either-or proposition. You know, uh, and I get the PGA Tour. They they want to keep their guys here on, on the tour. Uh, what is there, 55 events a year? I mean, it's a grind. Uh, and, and, and Live Tour right now is, is, is far less than that. Um, yeah, somebody far smarter than me would have to tell me why uh, you, you couldn't necessarily play in both. But here, here here's like a, a, a hypothetical I want to throw at you guys. Remember years and years ago, Earl Woods said that Tiger was going to change the world. And not just in the world of golf, but he was going to change the world. And he was going to bring people together. 
what if Tiger had taken that seven eight hundred million uh, that he was offered, and he came out and was uh, outspoken in trying to, uh, and 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 in an eloquent eloquent way, trying to bridge almost like peace between Saudi Arabia and the United States. And, and and try to figure use golf as a mechanism for understanding one another rather than uh, it, it, uh, the, the the more cynical of us would say that this is a, a a PR stunt by the Saudi Arabian government to try to induce Western companies. Tiger Woods saves the world. Is that what is that where you're going? Yeah, with yeah. It? I'm just wondering. I'm I'm just throwing out there as a hypothetical because Earl, this is what Earl Woods prophesied. When Tiger was about four years old. And he was on the Carson show. Yeah. Tonight's show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a great speaking of There's only 43 events a year. There's, yeah, you said 55 events. There's only 52 yeah, weeks okay. a year. Yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, 43 <laughs> events. Yeah. Uh, you don't remember that? You don't remember that, 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 that small two-day tour that they have in October? <laughs> where they, uh, which, uh, Gosh, speaking of really hypotheticals. <laughs> Uh, I want to ask y'all that. one on the other side of this break, but just a, a, a quick observation. You know who's probably loving this more than anybody? And, and you, you alluded to this a moment ago. The Corn Ferry Tour. I mean, the guys that are 160 in the world, they're going to be moving up. That's right. And by the way, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see how the California courts treat this because you know how long you know when the uh, FedEx Tour that 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 championship starts. Six weeks. Yeah. Can can the wheels of justice move that quickly? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, you're listening to the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partially sunny, hot, and humid this afternoon. A chance of widely scattered showers or storms through the evening hours. A high today, 93. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow, morning sunshine. A few scattered storms around by afternoon. The high, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 86 degrees in Tuscaloosa. watching streaming platform 173 pieces of 173 lego pieces and lincoln started it exactly at noon so it has been 80 minutes and he has not stopped working on that thing i can't pay attention to really anything for 80 minutes uh straight without a break i told you during uh, the break what really impressed me is that he reading the instructions, which when I built model cars and that kind of stuff, I never read the instructions. I'd get the car put together, but there'll always be about three or four pieces missing. He's not missing a thing. 
His that, mom. His mom's an accountant, and she's really good with numbers and math. And uh, I, I think Lincoln is more in that vein than fifty-three than, weeks in a year. <laughs> no, uh, 50, 50, 55. 55. 55 golf tournaments in a year. I can't yes, get it on. right myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. By the way, I love our producers and how clever they were. Did you notice the music that they played coming back in? Why can't we be friends? I'm assuming that's, you know, the live tour, the PGA. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, here's my hypothetical. And, Jay, I want you to uh, take this into the level of the football locker room. Bryson DeChambeau is playing in a tournament. Let's say it's a major, which these guys are still, uh, if they qualify, they can play, correct? You're Bryson DeChambeau. And, you know, they have these lavish clubhouses. But, you know, the locker kind of next to him is JT. Is there friction between them? Uh, I'll start with you, Jay. Did you ever have a situation yeah. where you were in a locker room with a guy that you didn't like or they just – and I can't imagine you not liking somebody, but you understand? Was there was there locker room turmoil in your career? No. no I ne- never had that. Never had it with any players or our teammates. Um, you know, maybe friction with coaches at times more than, than players. Uh, no, you, I mean, you live together, you, you, uh, practice together, you did everything together, ate together. I mean, it was, it was, uh, a family. Um, and if you had any kind of issues and you just dealt with them, but no, I, I don't even remember having many issues with my, with my guys. I mean, especially the guys around me and, and a lot of the guys around me were competing for my job, but we were still great friends. And, um, so I, I you know, that, that it's probably different in the locker room because of a, golf because they are different teams right they're their own team they're they're competing to go out and play and and, and you know win money and and they want the other guy to uh to not do so well and they want to perform better and uh it's about their livelihood and it is somewhat that way in the locker room with the guys you're competing against but it's still you're a team you're put on the same jersey you're representing that university or that particular nfl team so probably a little different uh there in the locker rooms and stuff but um, hey, some breaking news coming out of uh, Auburn, and I don't know if you guys saw my text. I sent it to you uh, with T.J. Finley. Uh, Auburn University football uh, player T.J. Finley is in custody at the Lee County Detention Facility on a charge of attempt to elude with the Auburn Police Department, according to uh, detention records. Finley was in custody as of Thursday, uh, August the 4th. Uh, WRBL has reached out to Auburn Police for comment on the case and the circumstances surrounding the arrest. WRBL has reached out to Auburn Athletics spokesperson who says they are aware of the arrest and will share a statement from AU when it is uh, released. Now, Finley's arrest comes just days after the Auburn Tiger made history, as we talked about yesterday, first college football player to ink a deal with Amazon selling shirts, sweatshirts, phone cases, and other merchandise from his product line. So uh, not a good start of the season, and uh, your quarterback – uh, being arrested for eluding. I'm not sure what he was eluding. That has not been um, been said. I haven't seen a report of what that was, but uh, not not great right before, um, right when training camp is beginning. Uh, no. Um, you know, Hello, Amazon. We, 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 uh, wow. we try to do our best not to be too critical of uh, college athletes, especially when it comes to personal stuff. But, man, uh, just – you just signed a, 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 a historic 
NIL deal with Amazon and, and uh, Finley has 26 total pieces of merchandise up on the marketplace, ranging from sweatshirts to cell phone accessories. The items range from $17 to $35, and they were available for shipping through Amazon Prime. And he was really, and I hope this, I, hopefully this can still happen for him, but he's setting himself up for a uh, a life after football and uh and and being associated with amazon amazon fashion you, you couldn't really be in a better position and now uh for this to happen just uh within a, a few days or so of, of of signing that deal uh matt is um i i'm sure it has amazon officials uh uh, or you know, executives at Amazon who uh, orchestrated this uh, NIL deal, sort of scratching their head. And of course, you need to wait for all, all of the facts to come to light. But uh, this has got to be a little disconcerting. What a what an odd arrest! He was charged with eluding. I mean, and, and I, I've, I've pulled up the story too, Jay. And by the way, thanks for breaking this on the Jay Barker show. What does that mean? He's trying to run away from somebody? I've actually never heard of that charge. I, I haven't either. Uh, and, you know, uh, and what's the punishment? Did he do it, I guess, was the first thing. <laughs> wow. Uh, don't y'all think yeah. in these NL, NIL contracts or whatever they get with the student-athlete, there are clauses in there that yeah. say if you do this, you're gone. Morality clauses, right, Jay? I mean, and Jay, just this what's your be- reaction? Yeah. To, to this well i mean hopefully um you know maybe it comes out that there was a misunderstanding for him i mean just as far as uh he needs to be eluding uh defensive uh tackles and linebackers and not uh <laughs> eluding the police or whatever else but we know what's crazy about this is that if it does kind of get swept under the rug or whatever else this story will go national and he'll get more publicity off of the story and will be better known tj finley than probably he was known yesterday and amazon actually might like that oh god yeah. you know what? i hate to say it last time i saw him he couldn't elude houston's defense i'm gonna uh-huh. i'm gonna i'm gonna, i'm calling it right now zach calzada is the starting quarterback at auburn you were but you were kind of on that yes. leaning that way i'm, I'm on the calzada train i, I want to see he what beat bobby ashford can do alabama what? Oh yeah, he had one good game last year, and it was against Alabama. That that he's the Stephen Garcia of uh, of now Auburn. That game was on television the other day, and I just refused to watch it. <laughs> you know, Alabama was like down fourteen at the half. I mean, it's not like South Carolina came back or when it, they they thumped Alabama for four quarters. Okay, uh, as we go to the bottom of the hour, uh, and, and make way for AAA. Famous people named Lars. As, as we roll out here, Lars Eller. Ever heard of him? Never. He plays for the Capitals. Hockey player from... Uh, he's Danish. Uh, I get Lars Ulrich a lot. Drummer of Metallica. He's the brains behind Metallica. Jay, do you know anybody other than our own Lars Anderson named Lars? Uh, I don't know of anybody. Um, besides Lars, I'm trying to think. Um, 
Gosh, there was a Wasn't movie there I like saw recently. Wasn't there Christian Anderson or something like that? There was a Lars in there somewhere. I don't know. I just remember growing up the... Uh, oh, yeah, there's a Lars Anderson. He yeah. was the top prospect in the Boston Red Sox organi- organization a few, uh, maybe like a, geez, uh, maybe 20 years ago now. And we've actually communicated several times. I've run, I wanted to write a column on him uh, many times. But, um, yeah, in, in, in if you remember, this is going way back, Jay, uh, the Susie Chapstick commercials. One of the skiers uh, that Susie would ski with, his name was Lars Anderson. Uh, but other than that, not a lot of Larses walking around. Hey, Matt, the name Lars, I'm con- uh, boy name, uh, of uh, Scandinavian origin, meaning crowned with laurel. Uh, Lars was the 20, uh, 2311th most popular boy's name. In 2021, there were only 59 baby boys named Lars. One out of every 31,536 baby boys born in 2021 are named Lars. Wow. Is that a Will Ferrell? Was is Will Ferrell named Lars in one of those movies? Go up, uh, maybe in the one that he skates. Yeah, I think his name is Lars Anderson in that. And uh, there's also that Ryan Gosling movie where he's in love with the doll, Lars and the Real Girl. Remember that? Uh, no. <laughs> um, but I'll rent it tonight and watch that <laughs> instead of the NFL. Oh come on! It's a joke. No, I'm going to watch the game tonight. You're invited. Triple A. Can't Laurel. wait. Let's hear it. <laughs> there, yes. <laughs> I'm going to come in come in tomorrow wearing uh, a laurel. Yeah. You remember in uh, Blazing Saddle? A laurel and hearty handshake. God, that cracked me up. <laughs> By the way, that's Carrie S.'s favorite part of that movie. I just, you had to know that, didn't you? Oh, my. Uh, Alex's awesome anecdotes next. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic 
Electric and Wellness. I called 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. Back on the Jay Barker show. Sometimes I just jive with the music, Lars. Big Holland Oates fan. Their first couple of albums. Off the charts. Then, my opinion, they got a little commercial. All right, enough of that. Alex's awesome anecdotes. Story number one. Jackson. Jacksonville Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson said uh, Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne will not play in tonight's Hall of Fame game. I'm not even the least bit stunned by that. Uh, yeah, I think smart move. Uh, Travis Etienne coming off an injury, and I don't think you want to jeopardize Trevor Lawrence. Uh, uh, Jay, back back when you were in the NFL, was it common for the starting quarterback to get at least a few series in the first uh, preseason game? Yeah, normally they took the first series, and that was it. They would go down if they scored, and if they didn't, or whatever they're numbers were if it was three and out and then normally they were they were put uh on the sideline they just didn't want to 
get the guys hurt, but more importantly, they wanted to see what was behind them and um, have a chance to really evaluate that and make the decisions of who's going to back up that quarterback. So that's something that's been going on for a long time. Jay, I remember watching preseason, and I believe you were with the Patriots. And they put you in, and you just masterfully guided your team in for a touchdown. It was it was like a 70-yard, 11-play drive. Does, does that ring a bell? I would think so. Yeah, I, mean, I actually had um, my preseason got kind of messed up. I got really bad salmonella when I got to Green Bay and uh, lost 25 pounds in about five days. So I didn't participate oh. in the first preseason game. And then I participated, I think, in the third. And then Mike Holmgren called me in and said, hey, man, you know, we were you know hoping we'd get more work because I was out of practice and everything. And he said, but um, I've been on the phone with Bill Parcells. He wants you at, uh, at New England. And um, we're going to release you. They're going to pick you up and, um, and and bring you bring you there. So I was able to get there and uh, didn't go through preseason there. Went through the season, came back, and actually had probably my, there and Carolina had great preseasons. Um, just really got the numbers game, and and uh, I think I would have stayed with the Patriots for a while if if at that time I think it's Vincent Brisby did not get hurt. We had Tom Tupa who was a back of, uh, or was a punter, but he was also a backup quarterback at Ohio State. Uh, so they decided to uh, – they said, look, we're going to put you on waivers. Um, I'm pretty sure you're going to get picked up pretty quickly. And Carolina did. They were the first ones up. They picked me picked me up. Um, but if you don't, we're going to bring you back, put you on the practice squad, and then hopefully once Vincent uh, Brisby is healthy, then we'll move you back into that third spot. And, you know, and, and actually my numbers were better than Drew's and, and Scott Zolak's. It was the back of quarterback. Scott Zolak, who I love Scott Zolak, funniest, one of the funniest human beings I've ever been around and Really a great sports talk host uh, now up there in the, in the Boston area and has been there for a while now. And he, uh, Scott and, and Robert Kraft had a really good relationship. Uh, Scott had a great relationship with the community because he was there even before Drew got there, a quarterback out of Maryland. And, um, you know, e- even though I outperformed him uh, in, in preseason, um, they, they they looked at him as having more experience in, in actual games. So I, I totally understood that. And actually I was, I was excited about getting back to the South even as much as I love Boston, I thought that was one of my, my uh, best experiences in pro football was playing for Coach Parcells. But he called me in and, and talked to me about it. It was very straightforward. Ray Perkins was my office coordinator quarterback coach. I think he was a little bit more upset about it, didn't like the, the fact that they were um, going, you know, letting me go and putting me out there on the, on the uh, with a chance of getting picked up by somebody else. Got to Carolina, had a great preseason there as well. And uh, kind of the same situation. Uh, when you're in that you know, second or third, really that third quarterback position, it's a numbers game. And as we've seen even now with a lot of these NFL teams, they're going with two quarterbacks, putting their third on the practice squad or, or, or just carrying two and hoping they have an emergency quarterback if needed. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's just the, the life of, of a, a quarterback in the NFL, life of a lot of guys in the NFL, uh, just you know, trying to make it uh, season after season. But, yeah, that – that was a. I forget who we were playing that night, but I know. I know. I'm almost positive it was um, at at that time, Foxborough Stadium, and I can't remember who it was that night we played. But uh, some great experiences there. I mean, I, I, as much as I would love to have played longer, um, you know, my and I've, I've shared this many times. Had a great experiences there, and, and every coach I played for still uh, have had relationships with them. Joe Pender and I, I've, you know, had many great conversations. He was my office coordinator at Carolina. He's now been with Alabama since pretty much saving got back and kind of behind the scenes guys still there in Tuscaloosa. So, you know, the relationships I've built 
And, and, I, and, and I shared this too as well, that, you know, my goal in life was to play at Alabama. I wanted to wear the crimson jersey. I, I felt like I, I reached the pinnacle of my football career by winning a national championship and playing for Alabama more than going to the NFL. Um, that's just the way I was kind of raised. That was kind of the, my thinking. I never dreamed I'd get a chance to play in the NFL, but I dreamed that I would, you know, always play, uh, get a chance to play at Alabama, and, and that dream came true. 1995, the Bengals traded up from number five in the first round to number one overall, picked Kajana Carter in training camp. One assistant coach called him God in pads. His third carry in his first NFL preseason oh. game, non-contact injury, playing in Detroit on the Pontiac uh, Superdome turf, tears up his knee, misses his yep. whole rookie season, never the same player. So I... I just, uh, Jay, I, I just, I think you should rest and or not, or just not risk injury of your best players until maybe get them a little bit of work in, uh, now that there's only three pre preseason games, maybe in preseason game number two, uh, maybe, you know, get the first string in there for two series. I mean, I, I don't know. What, what is your philosophy on it now, looking back on what you know? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just finding out who those guys are that maybe you're, you're going to miss out on if you don't give them playing time. Let, let's see how they play under the lights, how they handle the pressure. Uh, even some of the free agents that might actually prove out to be better in, in those situations. So I, to me, the preseason is about evaluating everybody else that you don't know about and, and trying to find out who's the guys that can really add depth to certain positions. Um, the guys who are there that have been starters, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, why risk? playing them, you know, maybe for, you know, you want to get a little bit of work, work in, you want to uh, have a chance to do that, but they go through a lot of scrimmages and practices. They scrimmage against other NFL teams. It can get pretty heated at times and they get the work that they need. I mean, they're pros. They know how to get out there and handle it. They've been through it. They've played in games for, you know, so many years. So if you got that kind of experience, you know, why, why put that out there in, in order for it to, uh, to get an injury that, that could totally, uh, totally derail your season in a big way really not a whole lot different than spring games in some sense isn't it i think the risk, not, risk yeah. of injuries yeah. oh yeah. yeah oh yeah I mean, oh call you're, you're not gonna play game. bryce young right yeah right? yeah yeah you're you're totally right all right uh you're one for one because obviously that topic sparked great conversation we need to take a break we'll get the remainder of alex's awesome anecdotes as you listen to the jay barker show You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partially sunny, hot, and humid this afternoon. A chance of widely scattered showers or storms through the evening hours. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow, morning sunshine. A few scattered storms around by afternoon. The high, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 86 degrees in Tuscaloosa. the Jay Barker show. The gang is here, including Alex. Yet another awesome anecdote. UConn women's basketball star Paige Buchers tore ACL during a pickup game and will miss the entire 2022-2023 season. 
Yeah, I, th- I saw that yesterday. That's heartbreaking. Uh, she's just absolutely a phenomenal player, and um, uh, and big big loss for UConn. Um, Jay, I, I was thinking about it when I heard the news that um, you know should should college. Uh, basketball players not be in engaging in pickup games. I would say no, just because you, you got to stay fresh and you got to be sharp and and yeah. I mean, she she tore the uh, anterior cruciate ligament in her left knee, um, and that's just uh, a really tough break. Yeah, it's a tough break, but I mean, I, I'll tell you this: that you know, Sarah Ashley, if she can find a pickup game. Anywhere she'll go play. She likes to go play with boys. <laughs> she likes to figure out uh, some some great pickup games. It's uh, in, anywhere and anytime, and especially when she's back in Birmingham uh, with some of her uh, high school friends and, and guys that she played um, or was with. And when she was playing there, they were playing basketball. They do pickup games all the time, and she feels like it really helps her game. You know that it's more practice than anything else. And I, I'm the same way as you just talked about. I always tell her, so "Look, just be careful." Wear braces if you need to. I mean, do anything you can to protect yourself from that. And and I think the guys too are, are they're careful with her and, and making sure that they're not going to put her in. Not to say that they're easy on her, but they're not going to do something stupid and you know try to you know do something that might end up injuring her. But I don't know. It's it's hard to keep. I mean, people love that. I mean, look at the NBA. I mean, during the, during the summertime, those guys are all the time playing pickup basketball games. I mean, there are gyms they go to that it's just all NBA guys that are from all different teams that are playing to stay in shape. And, and Matt, uh, she was uh, the consensus national player of the year last year, first freshman to earn that honor. And she helped UConn reach the women's final four. And you just look at her stat line, 20.1 points. I mean, she's a deep threat shooter, uh, 5.9 assists, 2.3 steals. Just, yeah, phenomenal player. When you get to the pro level, they put things in your contract. When Jay was at Green Bay, he could not play checkers. But, I, I remember Carney Lansford. No, remember you his couldn't. Great hitter yeah, for the A's. For the A's, number you four. He ski, you couldn't water ski. You couldn't snow ski. You couldn't yeah. Um, yeah. drive. Like, I, I think some of the – even like jet skis, there were a lot of provisions that they put in the contract that said you can't do these certain things. And um, I just found it funny. The guys who were making the most money, like Drew Bledsoe, was out skiing every winter. Because he could. Lansford uh, pretty much botched his career on a snowmobile. All right, what do you got? Number three? That's a great story. We should have brought it up earlier. Well done, Alex. Uh, Saints first-round pick, offensive lineman Trevor Penning, was kicked out of practice on Wednesday after starting a fight for the third day in a row. I defer to Jay Barker on this one. He cut out on me. Say it one more time, Alex, if you don't mind. Uh, Saints first-round pick, offensive lineman Trevor Penning, was kicked out of practice on Wednesday after starting a fight for the third day in a row. Yeah, I saw that. And I actually saw some of the fights that he was involved in. Um, Trevor is that type of old-school, get-in-your-face uh, type of uh, offensive lineman. I think he was their, their number one pick, was he not? Yeah, coming out of the draft this year. And um, said uh, that we don't – I have time for that. That's what Coach Allen said. And uh, via ESPN, I sent two guys in today. We've got to get work done. We've got to learn as a team how to compete, how to play, how to practice, and push ourselves to the limit, but yet not let it take take us over the edge. So um, th- th- this is not unusual. Fights break out in practices, whether it's collegiate level, NFL level. Um, it's a very heated time when you're trying to earn spots. 
or trying to prove yourself. And, um, and, I, and I'll tell you this, there were many times I, I remember where coaches would actually kind of encourage it, um, would walk up to in the huddle and say, hey, you need to, you know, take care of this guy, whatever. Uh, we, want, we want this guy to, you know, pick on this guy, see if he can take it, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, but the fighting fighting happens. But coach finally had enough. I said three times, you got to get out of there. Did you see a couple days ago, Jay, that uh, a defensive end, I think a rookie for the Bills, hit Josh Allen after he, after he did a handoff? Hit, hit. Did you call that a hit? Well, he, he, he made, he, up against he made contact yeah. with Josh Allen, and Josh Allen did not appreciate it, and it started a fight. His old lineman, as you would expect, right to his rescue. I mean, if you are on the bubble and you even brush up against the franchise player, oh, don't you gone. think? Yeah, you're gone. <laughs> you're gone. If you're on the bubble, you're right. gone. I mean, like that's a no-no, big time. Yeah. Okay, you got one more, Alex. I do. Candy Funhouse, an online candy retailer, is hiring for a position that pays seventy-eight thousand dollars as its chief candy officer. You get to work from home, and you make. Uh, and you get to try more than 3,500 uh, products each month. 3,500 products a month. I think you're going to have to uh, have very high metabolism or work out a lot. Wow. Uh, I wish you had to send that on the air and just send it to me personally. Now everybody's going to look <laughs> that up. Is that something you're interested in? I don't know. You, have to, you can be older than five and do it. If it be older than five, so Lincoln, technically, I could put him to work making seventy eight thousand dollars a year <laughs> by sampling. All right, that would be are a there, good there, way to there, avoid the taxes. Are there right? Child labor laws. Hey, <laughs> you, yeah, you can pay, you can pay him up to twelve thousand dollars yourself without paying taxes. Each child. Oh, that's true. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, you know the rules, Jay. Yeah, Jay's a financial <laughs> guy. Oh. <laughs> uh, Wow, what a crazy show. Uh, What a good one, nonetheless. Um, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Alex, thank you once again for your excellent contribution. Yes. Might see you guys tomorrow. Lincoln and I are headed to Top Golf. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be great. Everybody, come watch the game. Hi, this is Wes McCormick.